Hey y'all, this is a preview to the latest premium subscriber-only episode to Champagne Sharks. So what you're hearing is a small clip of a longer episode that is available over on patreon.com forward slash Champagne Sharks. And it's available to premium subscribers who pay $5 a month. And if you want to hear the rest of the episode, go over to patreon.com forward slash Champagne Sharks and subscribe for only $5 a month. You get not only access to this episode in its entirety, but to the whole backlog of premium episodes, which at this point is over 100 episodes at this point. So it's a great deal. So without further ado, here is the preview. And I hope we see you on the other side at patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks, where you can hear the rest. So so if I'm a young man and, um, you know, I'm watching the news, I'm a young black man, got a wife, whatever, got we got a young baby and I'm watching the news. I'm, I'm looking on the Internet. I'm just now starting to learn about a lot of this stuff. I'm just now learning about the Boogie Boys. I'm just now learning about, uh, you know, the alt-right and all these different white militias and things like that. And so I'm hearing all this stuff and I start saying, man, well, you know what, babe, I need to get something to, to protect myself or, you know, maybe we need to start looking into some stuff uh, so that we can protect ourselves. You know, what would you advise a, a young man or a young woman person that's, you know, up and coming into this whole self-defense thing, uh, what would you advise them their first steps to do? What should they look at type of equipment and things like that? Okay. So for me, because uh, to me, getting prepared is, uh, you know, firearms and all that kind of stuff. And that's just one aspect, you know, uh, of being prepared, your preparedness. But I would start with the firearm stuff first. So uh, before you just decide, just randomly go buy you some guns or whatever, uh, I would say, you know, uh, Educate yourself and education comes in. OK, go to your local gun store or, uh, you know, we have a directory with uh, like, uh, for example, uh, all shouts out to uh, a great organization here in, in, in the U.S. Uh, for us. It's called NAGA, National African-American Gun Association. And uh, you have chapters all across the country where within those uh, within the organization, you got people who are firearm instructors, you know, a lot of them are ex-military, ex-law enforcement, and just everyday, just everyday folks that can that if you're looking like you're at first time, you're trying to figure out how can I start putting some stuff together for my family. As far as on the firearm side, I would say get with someone who has some knowledge on firearms. You know, let them get out there and say, okay, as far as handguns, fire some stuff, feel what's comfortable for you, look at some of the recommendations they may provide, uh, address the handgun side. Uh, I, I believe, to me, and that is, uh, when it comes to firearms, you have what we call close threat, intermediate threat, long-range threat. And what I mean by that is, I'm going to have some kind of tool that will engage that threat at a different distance. So not only am I would advise that person to buy invest in a handgun, I'm going to invest, tell them to invest in uh, um, something like an AR or AK-type rifle for your intermediate and I'm going to also tell them to look at also getting something like a like a hunting style rifle, like a 308, uh, 30-06, something where I can engage a threat from a distance. So basically what I'm saying is you're going to have multiple firearms because your typical handgun is for close, close range. It's for self-defense. But if I got something going on 
where I got a threat that I can't really reach out and touch or engage that threat. You're going to break out the guy. 4570? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, hey, I might need to reach out and touch you. know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit, I might yeah. reach out a little ways. I, I want to yeah. engage you before you become a threat to me, you know? So, uh, and that's, that's, that's how, that's my mindset. I mean, it might be the military stuff, but you know, I'm going to look at it from different ranges. So I'm going to have a tool to address that threat at different ranges. Okay. So that's going to be that component. Uh, I'm going to also look at the medical component, get a medical training, uh, because of course, if someone gets hurt or someone gets shot or whatever, whatever, I want to be able to provide some kind of emergency medical care to help sustain them until uh, help shows up. I'm going to make sure my fitness game is intact. You know, if I've been sitting around getting fat during COVID, <laughs> I'm going to start, you know, getting my cardio I, I, game. I feel attacked, Doc. Yeah, feel I feel attacked. I got to, you know, hell, you can't, yeah, you know, you know, it's hard to fight the fight. It's hard to fight yeah, the good fight. You, you can't get off of tell, if you get winded, bro, after about two I'm going to tell the listening yeah. audience, y'all, yeah. when I was on the phone coordinating with Doc, Doc was coming home from the gym. That's right. All right, right so this right. brother, he, you know, he's up there in his age, and he's still getting out that's there right. working out, man, that's trying to get busy. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm, I'm in the 60s, you know, hell, you know. So, uh, <laughs> you're never too old to keep trying to stay fit because, you know, if, if you're sitting on the sideline having a hard time, you know, uh, getting up off the couch, you know, you're not going to be too effective, you know. And uh, so you got to get your fitness game together. You know, I also believe in, you know, the, your combatives, your martial arts type training, be it boxing, some form of martial, some type of self-defense training, uh, you know, and it comes in many forms. So combatives is what we call it. Uh, as far as your defensive tools, you got your firearms and also you got other other types of tools, uh, edge weapons, knives. Uh, you know, I, I got all kinds of shit, man. I, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I, Me I mean, too. all those are tools, you know, I, edge weapons. Uh, I mean, tomahawks. I mean, machetes, you name it. I got it, you know, and that's how I advise the people that, you know, that's actually looking at putting together their tool kit. Because all those are tools. They're, that's all they are. They are defensive tools, personal protection tools. Uh and and then so those that but that's just some of the basic stuff you know you're 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 equipping yourself in a def, uh, to protect yourself in a defensive manner and also your medical training but definitely not neglecting your fitness and uh, having some uh, combative type skills. My my first people always ask me like what do you recommend and stuff like that. It's your first firearm purchase, and I always tell people I said man honestly it's 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 be realistic, right? You want to always make sure that you get something that you're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example, man. Um, I took my old lady to the uh, to the gun store and to the shop, and she was looking at some different stuff. I'm a Glock guy. She's not a Glock person. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and the first thing that she wanted to do was, was look at the Glocks. The Glocks didn't fit that well. She didn't like the feel of the Glock, but then okay. they put that that CZ-75 in her hand, the yeah. compact one. <laughs> and and, loved and it, right? I put that one in her hand, and she was like, oh, but yeah, this is the one right here. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. It felt like home. So for every everybody's going to be a little different. You might get a shotgun in your hand, and feel like that's what you want to start your your defensive tool collection off mm -hmm. with is a home shotgun. And that's right. perfectly fine. That's been the tool of choice for many years in many homes is to start off with a shotgun. So there is that. And then as Dexter pointed out, 
the training aspect of it is is actually more important exactly. than than the actual firearm itself because the, the last thing you want to do is have a negligent discharge inside of your home trying to figure out how to load this thing, um, how to clean this thing, Mm -hmm. because accidental discharges are a very real thing. I just want to point that out to the audience. And then that goes also to, to Doc's point about, as part of your preparedness, having a medical aspect incorporated into it too. You know, learning how to do your first aid and things like that. Because no matter how seasoned you are with with, with firearms, man, an accidental discharge is always a possibility. You know, always. everybody gets careless. Everybody, you know, you, you just have one of those days where, you know, you, you're thinking about something else and, you know, you should not be doing that. You need to treat that thing like it's a nuclear weapon, mm-hmm. right? But it happens, man. It Mm -hmm. it happens all the time. And so you want to make sure that you get proper training and have the proper procedures and the proper mindset to to deal with that. And that's another aspect of it that goes undiscussed is the mental aspect, man. You got to be in the right mindset as a person to own a firearm, because when you look at the comments, Doc, on some of these videos, man, I watch it. I follow a YouTube channel called Active Self-Protection. And um, in that video, in that channel, uh, the guy who hosts it, he he breaks down video footage of these different. You know, you get the the see uh, the close the footage of different scenario. You know, robberies happening and things like that. Um, and so he'll he'll play the footage and then go over it and see what what lessons you can learn from it. And so I'm the kind of guy I like to read the comments. The comments are always hilarious, and I see a lot of people, man, with a, with real questionable mindsets. And then I wondered to myself, like, damn, man, if they had to, if they required a psychological evaluation to own a gun, <laughs> these, these people wouldn't own a damn thing. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Because, uh, you know, they say, man, yeah, if that the guy will be down and they'd be, yeah, they should, he should have finished them off. And I'm like, uh, yeah. no, you can't finish them off when he's down on the ground, man. I mean, it's you can only engage a threat so far because before it becomes a crime. Exactly. So you want to also make sure that you have the right mindset going into some things are not going to require you to use a gun. It's like Doc said, you want to have different tools for different jobs. Like in my home, the first line of defense is not the firearm. The first line of defense, if I have to get to it. Well, let me rephrase that. Within my line of defense, I can choose to go to a firearm or I can choose to go um, less than lethal. You know what right. I'm saying? Exactly. I can grab, exactly. I can go pepper spray. I can go baseball bat. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can exactly. go taser. There's different options that I have so that when I do hear something go bump in the night, I don't only have to go for, you know, my shotgun or my handgun or what have you. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So, And, you know, and they call that like in, uh, in the military, they just call that escalation of force. So, you know, you don't always have to, like you say, your initial response don't always have to be, you know, the, the end of a person's life. But you have to give yourself options. So in your preparedness, just like uh, you just said, Mario, you know, you want to have assortment of tools in your toolkit. And that's why I talked about the knives, the edge weapons, machete, you know, fight bags, mm-hmm. pepper spray, baseball bat. You know, I mean, that firearm should really be your last resort. Last resort. It should yeah. be your last. It shouldn't be your first resort because actually your first resort, like, say, uh, maybe in your home or in your car, you know, that's what we call uh, uh, 
the castle doctrine. Okay, stand your ground where, you know, someone is forcibly entering and trying to enter into your home or if you're in your vehicle in most states in your convenience, that vehicle is all is basically like your home. If someone is trying to break into your car to assault you, you have the right to use like deadly force in some in some states and because so, it's almost viewed as just like you would in your home. But like, say, for example, if you out on the street and you have an c- encounter, your first option, even though you might have a firearm on you, if, if, if this person is not posing a threat to your life or to your loved ones, really your first option should, should be to try to walk away from it. To avoid yep. it is avoidance. It's a mental game. Situ- yeah. Situational awareness, awareness, avoid it. If you see something that don't look right, you know, avoid it. You know, that sixth sense saying, oh, shit, I ain't about to walk through these cats. Well, I see these cats uh, with all these crazy ass looks on them staring at me. I think I'm going to turn around and go the opposite way. You know, that or staring at somebody else. Uh, or or staring at somebody else. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That'll, you got to be that'll aware mean that. You a, that don't mean you're a sucker. That just right. means, hell, you, you just, you know, you just thinking it through. I don't necessarily have to walk past these guys. They, some just, some don't look right and don't feel right. Okay. Right. Straight uh, bullets so are a thing, man. That's you go it. somewhere and you see a couple guys, they look like it's getting ready to get, you know, it look like a shady situation and it's mm-hmm. getting heated and it might get to that point. You got to be aware of that and get out of the, the vicinity of what's getting ready to go down there. You know what that's I'm saying? Right. Don't be one of these people that, you know, get caught staring. Yeah, people want to stand around. They want they want right. stick they want to stick around so they can see what's getting ready to happen, you know? Right, Jeez. exactly. You need to be leaving the area, <laughs> you know. Uh, exactly. But uh but yeah, you know, but you know, uh as far as the firearms just like you said, you know, when when you taking someone to we'll say to purchase their their firearm or getting that that personal tool, that defensive tool. I I always say it needs to be a good defensive round or personal protection round. I mean, something that's going to do the job it was intended to do, but also it needs to be something that's comfortable for you to to, to use. Because if I, I like, I, I do firearms training, and like, so when I I'm, when I'm training that person who's never ha- even held a firearm or shot a firearm ever. I don't give them a 45 and say, here, I want you to stand here, hold this and start shooting. I, right. I, I, I give a I give them a 22 because I want them to get the basics. I want them to understand the concept and not get so overwhelmed about the sound, about the energy where they become already, you know, they are already fearful because this is the first time they ever fired a handgun. The noise is scaring them. All that energy coming out the end of that muzzle is scaring them because what they have in their hand is a little bit too much for them for that first time. But then I walk them up. I say, okay, well, this is how, this is what you're going to do. Now here, here's this nine millimeter. I want you to do the exact same thing you did with that 22. Let's see how it feel. Okay. Here's this 38. Here's this 40, whatever. Here's this 40 cal. But they got to be comfortable with whatever they choose. And uh, and because if not, it, it's going to be a problem. So like you said, I, like, I, I'm a Glock guy too. I, you know, I, I, I love, I'm, everything I got is Glock, 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 handgun. But, you know, like you said, your wife, she said, well, I'm, that, that Glock wasn't for her, but that uh, CZ was right on target. All right. So that was a preview. If you like what you hear and you want to hear the rest of the episode and a hundred more episodes, then by all means, go over to patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks. Take care, y'all.